2: Hey, everybody, it's Dwayne from Two Goalies, one Mike, And before we got into uh, the special playoff edition of the show um, with special guest Johnny Iafalo, cousin of Alex Iafalo of uh, the LA Kings, I just want to touch, uh, speak about briefly what took place in the city of Buffalo on May 14th at Topps Markets on Jefferson Avenue. Um, When a racially motivated coward uh, drove a couple hundred miles, uh, I won't even speak his name, uh, after researching where were the most densely populated area codes for African-Americans were in the state of New York. And, you know, after doing that research, chose Top Jefferson to commit this heinous, despicable, ignorant hate crime. Um, and uh, just, you know, really try to do my best to remember uh, the people who lost their lives on that day. Uh, the 10 people, 13 shot, 10 people, uh, who lost our lives, uh, way too early. And, uh, because somebody held so much hate in their heart and it's unbelievable that in 2022, we're still dealing with this. And it's unfortunate that social media has opened these doors of hate, uh, to, to people like this who, you know, for one reason or another, you know, you, you know, choose to, you know, judge people by color, not character, and believe in hateful and incorrect rhetoric that they read in some of these uh, platforms online, and how despicable and saddening this is. And sometimes when you see this stuff happen around the country, you know, it doesn't really fully impact you. You know, you offer your thoughts and your prayers, which is a nice gesture and everything, but at the end of the day, it doesn't fully impact you until it actually happens in your backyard, and it still doesn't seem real, and I, uh, it's very saddening. Um, born from this, we are going to be doing a, uh, you know, I'm heading uh, up the Buffalo Strong Street Hockey Tournament, um, which, you know, will be used to raise money for the families of, you know, the victims, and uh, hopefully this Wednesday on the 25th, we'll have a better idea of where it will be located, I know a lot of teams have shown interest in in, 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 uh, in playing and then also on top of that, volunteering. So I, uh, I, I can't wait for that because I really want to do everything we can to help the families of those affected. But I just really want to take a moment here before the episode to recognize and remember uh, the victims uh, who lost our lives. Uh, Roberta A. Drury uh, was 32 from Buffalo. Uh, Margus D. Morrison, 52, of Buffalo. Andre McNeil, 53, of Auburn, New York. Aaron Salter, 55, of Lockport, New York, who was uh, the retired Buffalo police officer who was working security and um, tried his best to save lives and in the process lost his uh, open fire on the assailant. And unfortunately, due to the heavy body armor he was wearing, uh, it had no effect, and uh, the assailant opened fire uh, back on uh, Mr. Aaron Salter, and unfortunately he lost his life. So, you know, he tried his best to uh, to save lives that day, um, and he's a hero. So uh, Geraldine Talley, 62 of Buffalo. Celestine Ch- uh, Cheney, 65 of Buffalo. Hayward Patterson, 67 of Buffalo. Catherine Macy, 72 of Buffalo, Pearl Young, 77 of Buffalo, Ruth Whitfield, 86 of Buffalo. Um, And uh, those were the 10 victims who lost their lives uh, over hate, over ignorance, and over lies, lies and false propaganda that is spilled in some of these online media platforms to people who are already small minded or just don't have an identity or don't know how to think for themselves. I, I really just don't even know the correct words for it. Um, I do plan on episode 100 really opening up more about this, but, um, I really just wanted to recognize those people and, you know, try and honor their memory as best we could here. Uh, cause I know it's been a, a, a couple of weeks since we've had an episode. Um, But um, I do hope you enjoy the episode, even after a week of so much heartbreak and, um, you you know, the unfortunate circumstances from May 14th. And it's very difficult to really even go out and be in the public because you see a lot of the aftermath of people playing games, thinking that it's funny to call in fake, you know, threats and whatnot. Um, it's been me, especially, you know, being in grocery stores every day, five days a week, you know, it is nerve wracking. People should feel safe, you know, not even, not even just be, you know, you know, just because of the color of your skin, you know, everybody should be able to feel safe, just going to do everyday things. And people in the year 2022 should not be judging on, on the color of people's skin, more of the character of their heart. And I've heard nothing to but you know the things that I've read about these people who lost their lives were such brilliant and kind-hearted souls, and I, 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 it, my heart goes out to their families. I, it, it's terrible, and I hope that through this tournament we can do our best to honor their memory. And I can promise you that I'm going to put all of my effort and power in into that. So, um, without with that being said, you know, <clears throat> here is our special playoff edition. Um, to the you know, uh for for the NHL playoffs uh with Johnny Ayafalo. Uh God bless you all, and I hope you enjoy.
0: You know the difference between hockey and those other sports.
3: You gotta be tough to be a hockey.
2: Player. I idolize Dominic Katzhick. I played bully because of Dominic Katzick. My life in hockey has been now I'll tell you something about this
1: guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Wham-o.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode, playoff special episode. For Two Goals, One Mike, I'm Johnny Collin. I'm joined alongside Dwayne Stenell, as always, and a special guest today, friend of the program, All around great guy gets pucks deep, uh, short changes, um, short shift, just an all around mucking and grinding human being. Uh, John, I follow, lifelong
1: friend. John, thanks for being here. Bubba, happy to be here. First time, long time, you know how it is. First time, long time, (laughs) yeah. We're doing,
2: we're we're, we're holding out for episode 100 for the uh, after the whistle, boys. Uh, hopefully, we can get that done sometime this week. I know, uh, PD's a nice guy, so. Uh, That'll
0: be electric. So, fans, make sure you follow along, Dwayne and Two Boys One Mike. I'm sure he'll let you guys know when that's going to be. The last time we had on PD, it was electric. Uh, yeah, Two-hour episode. was uh, great. Yeah, really looking forward to it, especially this time of year. Uh, it feels it feels like it's been a bit since I've been on, but I don't know about you guys. This is my favorite time of year, like that first round uh, you know, when hockey's on two games every night and now you're to the final eight where every game has such big implications, my favorite time of year. How about you guys?
1: Uh, tough on the waistline though. You know, you got to have a yeah. couple cold pops while you're watching.
0: A couple <laughs> casuals, a couple mm-hmm. casuals. Well, Dwayne, we're, you know, we got a game in progress right now. I was fully on the Florida bandwagon, um, obviously they squeaked by in in round one and they're down 3-0 to their reigning back-to-back reigning world champions right now. Cologne just scored in the second period. Dwayne, we talked about it off the air. Okay. Seven total shots for Tampa, 25 for Florida. That's so deflating, right? And you know, as a goalie and Johnny, you know, as a forward, when, when, when you're throwing everything at the net, and there's a guy like Vasilevsky stopping everything, and Bobrovsky's not getting a ton of work. It wasn't a week goal, but fuck, do you ever need that save?
2: Yeah, and you want to know what, man? Like, this is the first time and probably since when he was with Columbus, when they swept uh, Tampa on the first round, where you uh, where you can't put any of the blame on Bob, right? Like, you know what I mean? What is he supposed to do? It, it is the back-to-back defending Stanley Cup champions, and Bob has played very well up until this point, <clears throat> and um, it, it, you know it's it's tough, man. Like the pucks just aren't bouncing their way. And you know that team is built to win in the playoffs. I mean, look at lines one through four. Like, look what they're paying some of these guys—like peanuts compared to what they're worth. Um, and it, it is kind of mind-boggling that it can't even squeak out one win here. They're probably going to get swept tonight.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't disagree. Um, me and Johnny were talking about it. Um, I had a futures bet, and the, the Florida just seemed like they picked up the right pieces to see Giroux, and I'm a big Giroux fan, right? And, I, and 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 I just to go into a new city is tough, especially a team that has firepower. But it's not just that. I think Barkov and and Huberto are the most underrated players in the National all Hockey League. Right? Barkov all, all day, yo. Barkov, one hundred percent. it's like a magician. You you see like. I, I saw him, you know, coming up the boards, recognizing he's about to get hit, backhands it between his feet, kicks it back the other way. It, it was incredible. It's just, it's going to be sad to see, not God Wood, but it's going to be sad to see Florida go out. Um, we forget, guys, Brunette, who, who's, you know, a Jack Adams finalist for Coach of the Year. He, he wasn't supposed to be head coach this year, Joe Climboe was supposed to was supposed to come in. Uh, they obviously have that hot start and they keep them. Um, it'll be interesting. I've, I've heard some rumblings and I wanted to get your guys take Does Brunette get the gate here. If he doesn't win.
1: I doubt it. I mean, they had the best offense of the regular season. Yeah. Well, Story, but but playoffs is what it's all about. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. Well, that's why I was honestly kind of surprised.
2: I mean, I know a lot of fans in Toronto say run that same team back. You know they had such a good, you know, historic franchise, uh, best team uh, this past season with with what they did offensively and points wise in the standings. But I mean, regular season means nothing come playoffs. Like it means literally nothing, nothing at all. Like, like you know, if you can't win in the playoffs, then you know, literally the whole season was for nothing.
0: For nothing. And and, and you hear about it all the time from guys in the league. And they always refer to it as the second season, right? It is, it is it absolutely. Is
2: I, I just, I, I don't, that's why I'm retaining Dubas and um Sheldon Keith. That was kind of a scratch for both of them, that was kind of a head scratcher for me because like you know, they've had a long time to get this figured out and they have 40 million dollars tied up in four guys, like you know. I mean, they made some of the right moves. I mean, goaltending was still a little whoa, bit. I hey, hey, hey. I know. 50, I look- million, 50 million and six guys. Okay, yeah, it's true. Very 50 million. And you have more than a tenth of your salary tied up in those guys, like more, almost a quarter. And I just, I don't understand, like what more, like, what more do you need to see to tell you that you need just to make, shake things up and bring, bring like, especially with a guy like Barry Trotz out there, a guy like Barry Trotts. Who's arguably one of the best coaches in hockey? Just Joel randomly. quenville huh? Joel
1: got Exactly. Yeah. His name. I
2: don't. I don't know if Joel Quenville will get a job right away. He oh. might. Might not. But I think I look at
0: Barry. Like, go just got yeah. let go.
2: Yep. Like I. I just. I look. look at. I look at Barry Trotz. I look at a guy that like was probably treated very unfairly by Lou. You know what I mean? Like he can't help. You know circumstances that are out of his control during the season when they went through COVID and the injuries and just sometimes you got to need, you need your players, you know, to go out there and play hockey. And they didn't do that this year.
0: One of my best coaches, DJ Smith, always used to say, and it's a cliche, but it it rings so true. Your best players need to be your best players, right?
2: Absolutely. And
0: and if you have that, you're going to win more often than you haven't. And and as much as I love Barkoff and Huberto and these guys, and you flip it around to what, what you talked about with Toronto, if you haven't realized, Dwayne is a big Maple Leafs fan. But I've um, heard. I like Matthews. I thought he played well, but I think the supporting cast around him didn't do enough. Um, here's here's my big question. I want to I want to tee it off to you, guys. We all grew up in the era where there was three divisions. If you won your division. You were placed, you know, whoever had the most points, one, two, and three. Okay. And then four through eight was the, the best of the rest. Yep. I loved it. And it's not just because I was used to it. Okay. I I just think that I get where the NHL is coming from with these interdivisional rivalries. But, like, look at Toronto. What's your consolation for having the most points in, in, in franchise history? Back to backs, the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. champs. I, I, what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, does it need to be changed? Is is it good where it's at? Do you like? I here is my
2: opinion. To get to the Cup, dude, you are going to have to play those teams. <laughs> like, right? Like, you are going to have to go through easily Tampa Bay, Carolina is a very good hockey team, Florida is a very good hockey team, Colorado, a very good hockey team. Like, you can't just you just can't fall back on. Well, we lost the like. Yeah, man, you would have had to have gone through them to get there. That's a fact. Like, if your team isn't built to beat that team and it hasn't been for a few years now, even with all the talent that you've had—Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Mitch Marner, Alex Nylander, Morgan Riley—like, then what are you doing? Like, 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 you have to be as good as them, better than them, to get to to get to the next to even get past the first round. You're, you just weren't good enough, man.
1: You just weren't. Johnny, your thoughts. I'm a fan. I think like, I don't want a cakewalk first round series to watch. I want a battle every series. I want good games every round, and I think that's what we're getting out of this playoff format. sucks if you're Toronto and you were the yeah. best of great team during the regular season, but
0: well, then let me ask you guys this: Florida or sorry, Minnesota and St. Louis. That might be one of the best series in the fucking in the playoffs. is playoff. it a shame that Minnesota? is
1: out of the playoffs in the first round? It 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 is wild, man. We're going to make it. At least we got to see that round when we saw it.
0: All right, one last example to play devil's advocate. I know things were different last year, but look at at, (laughs) Tampa Bay had to beat Montreal in the finals, right? Yeah. Look how many teams that Montreal beat that would have given them a better, you know, given Tampa Bay a harder matchup. That they didn't have to play, yeah. I I think it's flawed.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, here's what exactly I go back to. That. I'll give
0: it to you, Dwayne. After this, it, if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. What was wrong with it with the situation? Well, we had?
2: Well, I mean, last year was they had the northern, you know, the Canadian division hot teams, and I think that's where Montreal kind of had an advantage. And Carey Price is showing up at the right time, right? Like you know, Carey Price played played like a Jedi
1: oh. uh, come come the playoffs, and um. Right. So-
0: yeah,
2: lights know, out,
1: and you know, the playoffs are goalies gonna steal games for you.
0: Well, hey, speaking of that, Dwayne, you are a big believer in not paying goalies a lot of money. I am, still am. I I've talked to John about this, I kind of want to hear you guys out here. <laughs> um, Dwayne, I'll give you the floor first, and then Johnny, your rebuttal, Dwayne, your reasoning behind that
2: for me. I think there's just too much evidence that you you want to build in front of your goaltender. Like we've seen, Corey Crawford has two cups. Um, Antti Niemi has a cup. You know, Like, oh like, 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 uh, what's his face last year for Dallas? Uh, who was it? Um, oh, oh got got to the finals. Khabib was a Zamboni driver a few years. Ago. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> like, 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 like for me, it's like you you don't need to pay a goalie ten million dollars to get yourself, you know, to the show. Like, you know, build in front of that guy. Go, go find your your. Like, the, one of the best things about that 05-06 Sabres team was, like, you had a bunch, you had probably one of the deepest teams this, this, the franchise has ever seen, right? Like, Max Offenegonoff, mm-hmm. Roy, and Thomas Vanek were your third line that year. Their depth was out of this world. Out of this world. And then Ryan Miller was probably making, like, three and a half, four million bucks at the time. Like, just build in front of your goals. When you have good entry-level deals, you need to take advantage
0: of those. Like right. right now, I'm gonna have to stop you going who's won the Stanley Cup the past two years. Oh, for sure, Vasilesque. I mean, nine I mean, last year
2: five mean, average. I, I agree, I agree, but also also, you have the ability down in Florida to sign guys at such cheaper deals. Like, look what Sam Reinhart signed for in Florida because there's no state tax. He got he took less money in Florida, but anywhere else in this in this country, he would have been paid a lot more against the salary cap. Because you're getting how much money taken out of your out of your paycheck every week in Florida? It's not the case.
0: Agreed, agreed. Johnny and I talked about this quite a bit when I was over at his house a, a couple of weeks ago. Just the circumnavigation of cap, right? We first heard about it when Stamkos like signed for, you know, let's just say he, like the, the market value was 11 million. Oh, yeah. He signed for I think I want to say seven and a half, eight. Just because... Weren't there
1: rumors the Sabres were offering them 12? Yes,
0: and that goes to your point, Dwayne. I think the NHL needs to do something here. Now, granted, and and this is a caveat that I want everybody to know. If you're a team, let's just say you play for Florida um, and you get no state tax, when you're on the road for those games, that game check is taxed in whatever state you're in. So, yes, there is some of it, but you're playing 41 games a year at home. I, I just I I think that needs to be addressed, guys. Because that's an unfair advantage for the Knights, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, Tampa, Florida. I
1: think who else got their own issues? They're gonna well march I, their own players out. But- yeah, that's another tire fire.
0: <laughs> um, I'm just happy. I I I got to to, to ask you guys that. I, I just think it's ironic that the back to back Cup winner as the best goalie in the world at 9 5. So, Dwayne, when you say you can't win with a high priced goalie, to me it's like, fuck, Vasilevsky is the biggest. I never biggest said goalie. you
3: can't win.
2: I never said you can't win with a high priced goalie. I said you don't need to pay your goalie that kind of money to win.
0: My bad. My bad. You're right. You're yeah, right. You're it's right. It's it's the best, best goalie in the world, hands
2: down. Uh, world hands
0: down. Yeah. Listeners out there, you'll find that I do that quite a bit. Uh, my <laughs> apologies. Um, you know what? It, it, it's it's interesting, and and another thing that I I would love to see addressed at the governor's meeting or whatever they call it, this this uh, long time injured reserve reserve, how Eckblad misses the, the the rest of the season and he's automatically ready for playoffs. Kucherov last year, it, it's there's some things to be ironed out. We could go all day with that, uh, Dwayne. I know we don't have you for long. I want to get through some of the series. Um, obviously, we talked. Tampa Bay, Florida, uh, Tampa Bay, you know, they're halfway through the second. They uh, There looks to be a coach's challenge right now. Uh, before we get back to that, um, Colorado, St. Louis. I don't know about you guys. I'm all aboard the bandwagon in Colorado. I think they're electric. I think St. Louis, out of any of the teams in the West, gives them the hardest matchup. O'Reilly's been dominant. The guy's like seventy or something in the in the face-off uh, dot, and he's just winning, winning battles, winning shifts. He's almost willing that team to victory. Um, your guys' thoughts on that series? Um, I think
2: Colorado. This is really make or break year for them, right? Like it's put up or shut up. You you you, you brought in Kadri, who had an MV, almost an MVP level season. Um, you found your goalie in Darcy Kemper. You had yeah. Kale McCarr playing at MVP level. Like you had everything go for you right in the regular season, and I know St. Louis is a very tough matchup. They're a tough playoff hockey team, absolutely hands down. And Bennington, even though he had a lot of struggles this yeah. year, came in, came in, and he and he played very well, which is fine by me because even though he still he was you know he probably still goes to free agency, that kind of seals the deal on Billy Houston staying with the Blues, and you know who needs a goalie, the Buffalo Sabers. So I was oh. all for. It. I'm not, I'm not a Bennington fan. I, I'm not a Bennington fan, but I want a Bennington to play well just for that reason because I, I don't want them come at the end of their season to reconsider, you know, on Bennington, try to trade his contract and then bring in who uh sign so before he hits uh hits the open market. But I uh for for me, it's just you know they have so many tough playoff players, like you know, play, guys that are built for the playoffs, right? Like Ryan O'Reilly is I'm not gonna compare him to Chris Jury, but he is kind of like that right moment, right time guy, right? Like he's just like he finds himself in the right spot all the time.
0: Yeah, Uh, that is a good comparison. uh, Dwayne, just just bringing up that huso point. He is a UFA next year. He only made seventy five, the league minimum. Rookie deal though. Yes, but his ELC is 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 up, so he's an unrestricted free agent. But because he's twenty seven. He doesn't have the rights afforded to him that normal people have, um, it, or else he'd be an RFA. Um, so you'd, you'd 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 like to think that he's going to get a pay raise, um, but here's what's confusing to me, Dwayne. You go back to the start of that that series against Minnesota. Everybody was calling for who so for president.
2: Yeah, I was surprised. I was pretty surprised that they went with Bennington to start the season because I remember. Going into the first round, um, you know, Huso had an unbelievable year. I know Bennington, but Bennington, you know, started to come on a little bit at the end of the season. He played a good stretch of a few good games, and I can understand the coaching decision where um, you know you got go with the guy who got you there the first time. You know what I mean? Like Bennington was yeah. the guy who got you. You know, what?
0: With that being said, I do also back up Arube. Huso finished the season on a, on a tear, and Yeah, I think that was his net. But he was right to give him the quick hook. Um, yeah, he, you know, I think
2: he, didn't even, he didn't even get the hook, dude. I'm almost positive they started didn't they start the playoffs with Bennington? No, who so? it? No, 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 no.
0: Positive. Who so played the first okay. two games in in Minnesota?
2: Okay. Oh, you know, what? I mean, I'm thinking it was Talbot getting the get. No, it was Flurry getting that over Talbot. Yeah. Even though even though Talbot hadn't lost a game in regulation since March, they still gave them net to the Flurry.
0: Talk about a head scratcher, guys! Yeah. What the fuck were you doing?
2: Now, I
1: mean, is it a high school I would love every, I mean, every, every
2: other. He he had three cups. You know, he's a one of the more winningest active goaltenders in the playoffs right now. Probably next to Vasilevsky. Like, I mean, you know, it's it's an unbelievable one A one B to have, right? Like, you know, interchangeable one A's there, and it's not like Flurry played terrible. I mean, he played well what enough. A, what enough. a gut punch to
1: Talbot! Yeah, yeah, it is. The yes. I mean, Wayne Talbot played. Flurry has been shaky in playoffs in the past. I, I think you got to start Talbot. Yeah, I
0: agree. Like Dwayne said, he 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 played unbelievable a- after the trade. He could have, you know, you know, crumbled under the oh, yeah. adversity. He was fucking lights out. Now that's has to be a
1: coach's dream, right? Yeah. But Bill
0: Guerin came out and said, "Not and respect this, guys." He said, "I brought in Mark Andre Fleury." For a reason, and I respect that. You know what? He didn't make excuses. He said it was his call. I like that. Okay. Uh, did it work out? No. I think that they should have stuck with Flurry at that point. If you're gonna win with them, you're gonna like. If you're gonna lose with them, you're gonna win with them. Don't don't throw Talbot in in Game Six. That's fucking yeah. baloney. Um, I'm I'm not. Before we move away from St. Louis, uh, Colorado, does. Kemper, does Colorado have the goaltending they need? Johnny, I'll start with you.
1: I think this kind of speaks to what Dwayne was saying, where you don't need to pay the goalie. This is an example of it. They have the team in front of them. They have the defensive core. The best defense is a good offense, and they got a great offense.
0: Yeah, well, what was it, Dwayne? Grubauer wanted more money, and they said, fucking kick it?
2: Yeah, and they went and they traded. Did
0: they trade for or they signed? Uh, they signed Cooper. He was yeah, uh, uh, a UFA.
2: Yep, so I thought I've always been a I've always been a big Darcy Kemper fan, man. I I, I liked him when he was in Minnesota. Uh, that when there were there were trade rumors about him, uh, you know, not being happy in mini a few years ago, I was like the Buffalo Sh- Sabres should be all over that. I, I've always been a Darcy Kemper fan. I think he he could he makes one point five million right now, I believe. Kemper? I almost paused it. I'm looking here right I'll look
0: now. I'll look it up real quick. If 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 so, that is the steal of the year.
2: It says right here. On his Wikipedia page, salary 1.5 million. Well,
0: we all know Wikipedia is the best.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I I I, I thought uh, that was here, no funny. it's
0: it's 3.5,
2: but still for Darcy Kemper, that's that's phenomenal. Oh,
0: yeah. I think that's a great price for him. He has also yeah. hey, speaking of Sabres potentials, he's a UFA at the end of the year. Now he'll probably command a raise. Um, it's interesting, it's interesting. He's got,
2: he's got great numbers, man. He's four and one in six games, one ninety nine save percent or one ninety nine goals against and a nine twenty-six save percentage. I mean, he's he looks phenomenal. He has great playoff career playoff numbers,
0: too. Dwayne's gonna love this. Um, but Darcy Kemper was with the Ontario Reign when I was there. Look at his face, look at his uh. face, look at his face. Um, no, I got to meet him briefly. He got called up to man- Manchester Monarchs, they were then the AHL team. I met him, uh, I was on the ice with him once. He's bigger than he looks, which is saying something. Uh, he's got cal- he's got a calm lower body. I like the way he moves, Dwayne, as a goalie. Uh, the question remains, can he be the guy to get it done in crunch time? Right. Look back right. at Colorado in years past. They had injuries, yes, Franco and Grubauer. But, like, fuck, at the end of the day, you got to be the guy to get it done.
2: Yep. I agree. I, I think he is. I think he. I think he has. He definitely has. Uh, you know, the ability, he, the talents there. Um, it's just everything working. You know, well enough in a perfect storm in front of him, too. So you know, I. It, it, it's so hard to bet against Colorado, even if they're down in the series. Like it's, it's still Nathan McKinnon. It's still Gabe Landeskog. It's still Kale McCarr Kadri Oh, speaking of which, before we move on to the next series, um. How do we feel about uh, the Bennington um, Kadri collision? Because I think Cadre is getting a raw deal there. I think Cadre, there's no way he could have avoided that. He was, he was pushed into Bennington by uh, by Rosen. I I, I don't understand. Just because the eye has a reputation, how they can look at that play and say Cadre intentionally ran Bennington? No way. You
0: know, you know what? I agree with you completely. Listen, w- w- with goal when goaltenders are in their butterfly, okay? Watch Bennington was—he was sliding. You are in a, in a, in, a, in a vulnerable position because yep. you you're off balance, right? If mm-hmm. and we, you you're a forward, you know, any or defenseman, anybody that t- taps the goalie in the butterfly, they're gonna fall backwards, right? Yeah, and. I, I don't think it was vicious at all.
1: Same thing almost happened to Campbell. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, absolutely right. Man, but you see these plays a lot, and I think it has to do with, with you know, obviously the butterfly being used more and more and more. But I think what I heard, Dwayne, was the point of contact.
2: Yeah, somebody put up, made a video where it had, like, omnidirectional lines leading from, like, Kadri and Rosen where Bennington was and you see like his his initial path wasn't at bennington the, the loose puck is there that's a loose puck in in the playoffs i mean sorry like this is just playoff hockey and these things happen in playoff hockey and kadri what the, the like the 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 location of impact with bennington was not his original direction it wasn't until rosen made contact with him literally like a half a foot to a foot in front of bennington you know, that speed, you know, with that type of momentum, with the loose puck where it was, how can you expect Nazem Kadri to avoid that? I mean, that was... All right, exactly. here it is.
0: Here it is. Ready? I can bring it up right here. Okay, right I'll here. show Johnny. No, 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 no fucking, fucking way. way. No fucking way.
2: Yeah, it's... Can you pull it, it up or no? Yeah, I'm bringing it up right now. Just give me a moment. Just, what uh...
0: It, it was an impossible... Impossible for them to avoid. So this is what gets me. Okay. It's a loose puck in front, right? Yep. Not only is Kadri going for the loose puck, he has the St. Louis Blues defender coming at him, right? Mm-hmm. You're a defenseman. Are you gonna let fucking Kadri get that puck and go back in forehand?
1: No way. Yeah, no. but I'm also not gonna hit him in shots. Right. right. <laughs> but I think it's maybe you bear hog be him and play it safe there, take the penalty, but yeah, that, sir. oh no, I just think the game. It, here's what scares me, guys.
0: I want to, I want the, the game to be safer. I, I, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but when you start looking at stuff like frame by frame by
1: frame. <laughs>
0: As Coffrey was driving. The knee is Bennington pushing right to left. The we'll have to see if yeah. Bennington is okay. I'll tell you, he's rattled on that hit. That was a hey, happy collision. Skip ahead told bin right bin before the, bin end, bin end, of the bin bin. end of the video. He's he there for the taking, but Bennington rolled over and is just now starting to get up a, after that collision. Obviously some concerns. The players all surround their goaltender here. But a hard shot by Levin. Yeah, he's shaking so He doesn't who's want the to the get up the way. He's kind yeah. of stretching. They'll show one more good view right up here. Yeah. So definitely yeah. shaking yeah. it up on that one. I can't I can see him out there. all the not see him. I can being called. Show the fucking video. I see a little bit one more of a dandy chance right in the slot. Again, a off win for the Avalanche. it's try to put it around the wall. It's picked up. And it hits the linesman. It goes right into the slot. And that's you where you don't want to allow Vladimir no. Tarasenko to shoot that
1: puck from. But a great save
0: by Kessel. This one not handled. You know, Bennington is <laughs> I mean, right driving it you know, in. It's not like you find that loose puck. Yeah, he's, he's, right right he's got Bennington. Look,
1: tangle up with a defender. Who's trying to
0: get in front of him right there at
1: the last Defenseman hit Bennington. I yeah. You need Dwayne, the overhead view. You. Did you he should have thrown the water bottle at his D-Man? So I the game labs where technology you- and innovation. Oh, create Hold
0: power on, hold, hold on. That's the wrong browser. Oh,
1: local singles in our area. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Dwayne. Um for me, I I I hope no suspension comes of it I hope Bennington's okay I mean it would
2: have been announced already I mean like it, it for like Cadre, like you know his his initial direct path of direction was nowhere near where he ended up like he was pushed in, in, in into Bennington by Rosen and all these fuck, all these friggin' idiots who are pointing at his track record. Back when he was Toronto, as the reason why this was intentional and why—no, yeah. uh, it's not. If this no, was—I fucking hate that. I, I would agree. I hate was, that. If this was Johnny Gaudreau doing this, nobody would even bat an eye. Nobody would even bat an eye. They—they they, they would accept it for what it was. It was an—it was an unintentional, unfortunate play. But because it's Nazem Kadri, we got to sit here and nail this guy to the cross for, for going hard to the net for a loose puck.
1: You know what? I think he got screwed last year. I thought the fall kit wasn't that bad.
0: Yeah, I—I'm with yeah. you. <laughs> I don't think it was a great hit. I don't think it warranted the suspension.
1: No, I don't think that's it.
0: I just think, for whatever reason, and an unfair reason, Kondrays had that X painted on his back by officials. And guys, these are human beings just like us. I read an interesting, and art, interesting article the other day. These refs, you know, the best refs of the of the year. They, they start, right? Let's just say there's 16 refs, 16 uh, linesmen. And then it goes down to eight and eight and then four and four. Like they're getting judged on this, right? And they're human beings too. And, and they want to make the right call. Um, I I, it's It's a tough, tough position because when you have human beings doing this job, you're obviously going to have human emotion come into it. Like, well, I know Kadri's a dirty player. So even though you don't know his intent in your brain, you're saying, mm-hmm. fuck, this guy's a dirty player. I don't think that's fair. Dwayne, no. that's the first time I've ever heard you uh, come to the defense of a Leaf player, a former Leaf player.
2: I mean, I, I'm just going to call a spade a spade, and that you know that wasn't a dirty play at
0: all. I <laughs> agree. You, no. I agree. Yeah. All right, moving on. I want to get through this. I know you got to go, Dwayne. Uh, an electric game in Edmonton last night. They go up two to one in the series. It was a complete rout. Connor McDavid doing Connor McDavid things. Evander Kane on on the score sheet. He gets a couple. Um, you know they got the goaltending they needed from Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Um, I don't know. I I missed it. Did Markstrom get pulled or did he get injured? I uh, think he got injured. No, no, he got pulled. Okay, got got pulled. Uh, I would have done the same thing if I was sooner. Yeah, the
1: team wasn't playing. Yeah, you're you're not no, going to come playing back like in
0: garbage. that game. No. Um, what a if, game! though. Like if if what a game
1: want to keep oh. up with that series. I mean, I love the Lucic play. Which would happen? Hey, I mean, ran Smith. Oh court. yeah, that was that. <laughs> Wayne, did you? That see was it? way dirtier than Cadre.
2: Yeah, and you know what? You want know to what too? Like. I hate Milan Lucic, but I don't think that was as egregious about it. other things, though. It was still dirty, if you ask me, because at the very end, he has both his hands on Mike Smith's lower lower back, and he kind of pushes the momentum forward. But, you know, Mike Smith also, again, put himself in a vulnerable position when he was playing the puck the way he did it. So, and he's a guy I who can handle the puck. He's got to
0: kind of with a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not only that, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, guys. Mike Smith, he plays the puck more than anybody else. He has been known, and it's it's known throughout the league. Uh, Biz, Biz Nasty even talked about it, and other guys have. When he goes out to play that puck, if he feels a fucking love tap, it's a fucking yard sale. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, my God. Who is it? Uh... You know what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: And Listen, if you're going to do that, then when you actually do get hurt, the, like, what do you want them to do? Um, I don't know. I think that's an electric series. I'm a big Johnny Ham and Cheese guy. This is a Johnny Ham and Cheese podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I, I, I'm pretty sure Monahan's out for the series, uh, but Dwayne, we were talking about it before we started. I am in love with the Kachuk brothers.
2: Yeah, Brady Kachuk in the stands. It's it's absolutely electric.
1: That's electric, Dwayne. Did you Just see the Rocky ball. when they were walking into the rink and their locker room was locked on them. What what did you say? I'm sorry. Uh, Calgary showing up to the rink, uh, Matthew, there's a video, Matthew to Chuck walking into the rink, coffee in hand, can't get into the locker room because they locked the door on him. He's banging on the door, a little gamesmanship before the game. That's pretty funny. Oh, love that. that
0: reminds me of the f- first round. Speaking of which your fucking cousin was the mastermind of it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the I follows, uh, are a awesome family. Uh, John's cousin, Alex, plays for the kings and actually gave me an interview back with the good the bad the collie Dwayne call. was on that show. Uh this was the weekend where Alex scored what the overtime game winning goal in the frozen four? Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was the semifinals. Yeah. He was the overtime yeah. winner. Yeah. And
0: Duluth went on to win it. Yeah. So big shout yeah, out they, to they, him. They did not go on Oh my bad. Yeah, but anyways yeah, <laughs> um, I I remember I think it was Edmonton. They showed up for their pregame skate. You guys remember this? And they would have let them on the ice yep. for ten minutes. Yeah.
1: I, dude, yep. I like that kind of shit.
0: I think it's hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah it's fun. It.
1: Those type of things you
0: gotta love it. Yeah, dude. You know now everything on social media. Like we hear about it now. Can you imagine the shit that went on years ago? Oh, and there's um, no the social media.
3: Huh? Oh the my God!
0: The, tra- yes, yes. the trashers. Holy I mean,
2: literally, yeah. literally it was like a, like a fake a fake hockey organization, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just like ran by the hockey uh, hockey mafia. It was
0: <laughs> no, like- it was it was the garbage mafia. Oh well, yeah, morning soprano on the voice. Oh <laughs> my God, that was something Fantastic. else. For, for everybody that is listening has no idea what we're talking about. I think it's on Netflix. Yes, yeah, oh it's phenomenal. And penalties crime and penalties check it out. Dwayne, I know you got to go. Let's finish it up. Uh, on a couple other notes. Um I I I love Carolina, but McDavid's on another level right now. Kane is starting to look like the player that we, we never saw before
1: um so i'm gonna stop you there i think this is regular old evander kane he has one great game we won't see him for the rest of the series see
0: i i, I disagree because if you play with connor mcdavid fuck i can play with connor mcdavid i'm gonna i can only hear one of you at once i heard you right. so I, I, I get, heard I get you.
2: salty about
1: the la series i heard you what did you say <laughs>
2: I'm just saying, you could literally stand in front of the net in the offensive zone with McDavid. And he'll find it. He'll find a way to either get you the puck or he'll bank it in off of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, you know, that's yeah. how good of a player he is. I think. I think uh, Biz uh, compared him to uh, you know the next Wayne Gretzky. Uh I think it was yesterday.
0: Yeah, he, you know it's cool. The,
2: he's Gretzky the next Wayne Gretzky.
0: Gretzky. Compared uh, McDavid to uh, like a, a healthy Lemieux. Yeah, like we we forget Lemieux. Oh. Like our generation forgets that Lemieux had cancer, guys. Yeah, not a separated shoulder, not a bum knee. Motherfucker had cancer, and just dominated the game. Um, all right, F- right uh, and, and I'm sorry, I I forgot about the Kings, Oilers, bad blood. you' it was a hell of a series. Didn't didn't Hulk score in Game Six? He's
1: game one, mm-hmm. he had the first goal, I believe, of the series. Yeah. Huh? Great, and
0: hopefully, maybe this summer we get him on.
1: That'd be fun. Do an outdoor one. You gotta get his old man on.
0: Oh no, one hundred percent. That's what I meant. Like get all of us on. Oh yeah, that'd be electric. I know Dwayne would be down for it. Dwayne,
1: before we before we leave,
0: I want to talk about the Carolina Rangers series. They're on tomorrow at seven. Um, Carolina's up two to one. I I'm a big fan of Igor Shesterkin. Who is it? The reason being. I, I like the way he moves um, and, and teaching young goalies. I can really use him. It looked like he disappeared at, at, at times during that Pittsburgh series, but fuck, man, he's been good, and he needs
1: to be he's good. Still,
2: he's the biggest reason they're there, Johnny.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: He's the I biggest reason they're
1: there. I'm the fact that he struggled and then battled back.
0: Does he have enough to get this Ranger team past the schneid? They gotta win Game Four. They gotta. win the Game Four. It's over, in my opinion. Um, I I just think
2: that he. he it, I'm not gonna say it's the level of when hashtag was with Buffalo and a lot. No, of,
0: but nine thirty-five, Dwayne. Who was the last goalie to have that?
2: Probably Dom. Probably Dom. And you know, for for me, it's like you know you can only have your goaltender cover up so many of your mistakes. And again, you had the best goalie that ever lived in in Buffalo, and. You, you, you couldn't, you couldn't build. This is why, like I've always said, like you need to build in front of your goaltender, man. Goalies can't score goals. You can't go into the playoffs expecting to win one, nothing or two one every game. You can't, you got to be able to score goals. And if you have a goal that's good enough to win, then I mean that, that should be good enough. That should be good enough to get you to the Stanley cup and win you a Stanley cup. It's been proven so many times. You know, fortunately for Tampa Bay, they're in a situation with the cap. I mean, last year, Kucherov, LTIR, we all know that story. Um, but some of the other guys that have taken pay cuts on that team, Braden Point's you know, very
0: underpaid. Dude, he is the catalyst, okay? Yeah. I'm so happy you brought that up. Braden Point is the unsung hero. Without him, and I know they've lost a lot of guys, and, and I like Sorelli too, you have the best defenseman in the world and headman. You have potentially the best one-time shooter and center and Stamkos. You have the best goal in the world. And you, and then you have Kucherov. And then yep. you have a guy like Bring Point. Like, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I just want talk about the
1: defenseman they have. Sergachev. Sergachev. Winds, hey, Windsor I mean, Spitfire
0: alumni. <laughs> no, but guys, I just listen. Any team that can take Zach Bogosian and and not make him like a firefighter. Fire, got good on you.
2: Yep, I uh, yeah, I just I I look, I look at that team, and then you, again, you think about like, what, what's going on with Carolina. Like, like yeah. you just need you need your players like when you know often here to show up. You know what I mean? He was the first overall pick.
0: Yeah, we but that heard. kid line, Dwayne, they really haven't done a ton.
2: You need Capo Caco, former second overall pick, to finally they're start playing, you know, playing well. He's playing well. Don't get me wrong, but there's playing well and there's playing playoff hockey, and they're not doing that right now.
0: Listen, I haven't been a fan of Panarin outside of his late series heroics uh, against um, uh, the uh,
1: Penguins. I thought he was a ghost. Zubena well, played well, well. He scored last night, but Crider's has he played though? well? Has he though? Who? They, they both scored last night, but after before last night, I felt like they had a lot to make up for. Good point.
0: In the games they've won, yes, him and Kreider have been great. Yep. In the games they've lost, they've been invisible. Dwayne?
2: Yeah, completely invisible. Well, Kreider is, has, has been very good for them, right? Like, I mean, Kreider,
1: I mean. He's playing above what he should right yeah. now. Yeah. But there's so many
2: guys in that team that just need to step up, and they're well, not.
1: Here, here's my one stat,
0: okay. And Hurricanes won two to one in overtime in game one, okay? And the next game, they won two nothing. So, and then the Rangers come back and win three to one. <clears throat> Shusterkin has allowed a total of five goals over three games. Okay. So it's it seems to me that, you know, if the Rangers can find a way to score three goals two conservatively, they're gonna win. It's just about keeping that Carolina team off the board. And and listen, if if they go on, if Carolina goes on to win this series with another one nothing game or two two one victory, you, you know, you, you you have to address other places. But one player that's an, impressed me, Kondre Miller.
2: Dude, I love Keandre Miller. That, like that guy is just he plays with so much edge and he, he could still be finesse. Like he's and he's huge. Like I love Miller. I think he's I think he's everything you want to blueprint out of like a tough, um, gritty defenseman. You know what I mean? Like he obviously he's not like an Adam Fox or a Kale McCarr. But like, you know what I mean? Like he still has that, that offensive ability, but he plays very well in his own end.
0: Yeah, I agree, Johnny. Any thoughts on the Rangers before we move on?
1: So I got a hypothetical for you. How do you think this series looks if Tony D'Angelo is still a New York Ranger? Well, I don't think it's possible.
2: Oh, you mean you mean you mean a Carolina Hurricane? Well, no, he no, was on no, the Rangers. No, no. They oh, oh, no, yeah. no, no, oh, 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 you, oh, you mean okay? I, I
0: give so you. Me. Wait, 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 are you asking? What, like, how it would affect the outcome? Yeah,
1: because I think D'Angelo's been
3: huge. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. Yeah. That's what
0: I never understood. Listen, should he have posted some of this stupid shit he did? No. But listen, it's a fucking free country. We can post what we want. He didn't say, hey, let's kill people. He supported his president, and liberal New York City turned on him. And you know what? They had to eat his salary. And now he's shoving it down their hoop. I listen, it's he not wasn't playing too. that well
2: either, though, Johnny. Like he wasn't he wasn't performing right, right? Dwayne. And I yeah, think part yeah, that of that part of
0: I think part of that though is because of all the backlash, right? And and don't get me wrong, I'm not absolving him. Tony needed to mature. Tony needed to figure out if you're gonna be it, a it, it, hockey it, player, yeah, but, hockey. don't yeah. worry about Twitter. No, but, no he, he has a long history of it too,
2: though dating back to his junior career. Man, he was suspended multiple times.
0: i i I, under, I am very well versed in Tony D'Angelo, but like you, it, it's it's not okay to not give him a second chance. What I'm he did that. wasn't egregious. No. Now
1: I kind of respected the Rangers decided, you know what, you're too much trouble, we'll, yeah. you, we'll move on. And, and who's
3: to say that he would
1: Granted, it might be biting him in the ass now, but.
0: I... Well, who's to say he doesn't have the success in Carolina if the Rangers didn't do that, right?
2: That's true. I, like I said, he, he he really needed a reality check and really needed to, you know, yeah, start focusing more on hockey than at the outside world. Like, the, you know, when once you step into that arena and step on the ice, it's about hockey. All the outside noise, you know, all the stuff you do. You need to, you need to be able to have, have the ability to separate both. And when you let, like, it's kind of like what was going on with Cole Beasley here in Buffalo with the Bills—is, uh, you know, a lot of the heat and shit he was taking uh, for his stance on the vaccine. Like, dude, just go out there and perform on the ice. Go out there and perform on the field. Do what, do that stuff on your own time. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's fine, but like. And then you see him tweeting about how he's getting booed whenever he makes a catch. It's like, no man, like you're you're being traumatic. They're they're, they're, they're chanting bees. They're not chanting. They're not booing you. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was
1: ridiculous. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Like that, that was insanity. But like with it's Tony, did, like booing him his whole career because that's not the first time they've been calling him bees when he makes. Yeah,
2: it. you know what I mean. Like <laughs> and on top of that, man, like like he was he was trash with New York. He was he was garbage. He was, he wasn't playing well. And I really do believe that he was allowing all of that outside noise that he himself was creating affect him on the ice. And it was projected on the and ice. You know
0: that had, it was an issue in the locker room. So, listen, the way I look at it now, each team, got the player in each team had a fresh start. I'm happy to see him do well. I, I, I think that he, he's learned. And only time will tell, right? If he has another meltdown and proves that he's a piece of shit, whatever. Fuck him. But I I just think in this day and age, guys, we're so quick to write off people, right? And cancel them. But at the end of the day, he's matured, or so it seems, and he's playing at a high level. And he's if I'm building a a Stanley Cup team, I want guys that are going to help me win hockey games, Tony D'Angelo is going to help you win hockey games. He brings, ever since he came into the OHL, Dwayne, he was a special, special player with Sarnia. I called one of his games, and I'm like, this kid's 17? Holy shit. Now, all it takes, and this is a why, my old man always used to tell us this, it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and fucking five seconds to ruin it. So I hope he stays, keeps his nose clean, no pun intended, um, and he stays out of the bullshit. Um, I think it's a good rivalry for sports. Um, I think I'm not a fan of – the last thing I have on this series, I'm not a fan of Ranta. I thought that Anderson was the better goalie for them. I think he's getting closer to being healthy. But you got to stick with Ranta, right?
1: Yeah,
2: I mean – I think with with Carolina, I mean, you saw how they N- 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 Delcevic, uh they let him. You know, they, they they traded him to Detroit. Like, I think Carolina runs a system under there with uh, Rod the Bod that, uh that is very beneficial to goaltenders. Right? Like, it may it doesn't. Oh, yeah, look it's like better, the old New Jersey Devils, very, very
0: goaltender friendly, like the old Devils teams, Dwayne. Exactly. Now um in finishing up because I know we're going over your time limit, there's one series that we haven't touched on, um, and that being the um the Flames Oilers. Uh I know we talked a little bit about Bob McDavid. Uh love the Flames. Uh Edmonton's up two to one. When you go back to that uh nine six electric factory game, uh that was something else. Um it, it, with our with our namesake two goals one Mike, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, give a couple clicks to Jake Ottinger, who was fucking unbelievable. He
2: like um, American kid too. You love to see it.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, and a first rounder. Um, one thing I, I'm happy that Carolina won because I think Dallas would have gotten their their shit packed in this round. Uh, I want your guys. Uh, predictions for this series i love the battle of alberta uh, i i love when canadian teams not only are in the playoffs but play against each other markstrom's been great mike smith's been a question mark um can this is johnny johnny hockey johnny Cheese johnny goudreau it's his contract here this could be it for him yeah. uh, you got a guy like campus lindholm Who's up for um, the Selkie uh, or one of the awards? Uh, he's been he's been phenomenal. Uh, do they have enough to overtake Edmonton?
2: I think Edmonton lives and dies by Leon and Connor, right? Like, now, yeah.
0: Let me ask you this before you continue: Leon's playing through something, and I saw him last night.
1: Yeah, yeah he was hurt last. Yes.
0: Time. Now we all know hockey players play hurt, but guys. Is that going to be an issue? Because I I think if you take you know if as, as, as a coach for Calgary you take Triesnil out it's a, it's you just shut down McDavid and and then you I, mean, I don't
1: think you shut down McDavid. No, but, but you, you shut you down, keep down a him, lot of that offense. Right, yes.
2: right. I listened. I, I listened to. Um, I want to say it was a the pod with I want with like Glenn Healy, maybe they were talking about a series against Pittsburgh. Um, you know, back in the days of Yager with Lemieux and the coach they had at the time said, listen, all I need you guys to go do is go out there and win this many shifts against Lemieux or tie this many shifts against Lemieux. You don't have to keep him off the scoreboard, but if he, if if he, you, you at least try and match him at least for one game or one shift. And like, that's kind of what it is with McDavid, right? You have to find ways to either tie shifts with him or beat him for a certain amount of shifts because the moment you start letting him win every single shift he's out there, that's when it's done, right? Like you got to start, you got to at least try and find ways to tie shifts with Connor McDavid. Yeah.
0: and Keep him neutral, I guess is what I'm yeah. getting at. All right. Um, Dwayne, thank you for, for taking the time, Johnny. We're going to have you back on recurring guest, uh And hopefully we can get Tom and Alex and oh, every, the I follow crew. Uh, maybe okay. we can do a live okay. show with the townhouse. That'd be a good time. That would be sweet, uh, Dwayne. Uh, before I let you go, um, Panthers Lightning 0-0, zero, zero, going into the third. Who do you got?
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna say Florida wins this one because you know that team's just too good to get swept. I mean, What's right? Like,
1: yeah.
2: Um, I'm gonna go four two with an empty netter. Oh, six goals in the third, Johnny. Uh, Actually, no, you know, no, no, I'll, I'll go, I'll go three one. I'll go three one. Fair just enough. One. I'm going to go 5-2
0: because I got the over. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Tough bet for the kid. All right. I got a, I got a 1-0 uh, Panthers win with a potential empty netter. The uh, last thing here, Avalanche at Blues tonight at 930. Uh, I got Avalanche 4-1. Uh, a bit of an offensive explosion from them. I think they solved Bennington. I think McCarr-, McCarr has a big night. Uh, and I think their power play gets back on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaine, what do you got?
2: Um, I mean, I, I think it's like Tampa wins a series.
0: Like No, 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 no. Avalanche Blues. sorry. Blues. Oh, Blues. Blues. Right.
2: oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Colorado's winning that series. No, I, no. I think, tonight's game. Oh, tonight's
1: game. Colorado. I take Colorado. Yeah. I'll take them three, two. I think Bennington throwing that water bottle was him saying, we can't stop you. I'm a little whiny bitch I'll, uh, I'll yeah, end up, this, this is about all i can do to I'll,
0: point. Yeah. yeah i'll end the podcast with this me and Bennington were both backing up and and the way the benches were set up you know dwayne goalies often stand next to each other at the, end mm-hmm. of the bench where they connect um i would just continually squirt him with water and it was hard to miss because his fucking nose is two feet long um, mm-hmm. and he would whine to the ref and i'd be like yeah. i don't know what you're talking about
1: He's got too big of a mouth for too small of a
0: guy. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> so I hope he uh, doesn't play well. But yeah. thank you guys for tuning in to the playoff special. Johnny, Iafallo, awesome
1: uh, hey, idea, I follow. Awesome. Hey, that's my great coming on. Oh, oh It only man. took 99 episodes to make it happen. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but well, on, thanks, bud. Are you, well, on Twitter, bud? Are you on Twitter, bud? What? Are you on Twitter, bud? I mean, I am. The last time I actually checked it though was probably about three, four years ago.
2: Yeah, no, I so, saw uh, so we can tag you on the uh, tag you in the episode. Oh, we'll tag him,
0: I'll, I'll shoot it over to you. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah.
2: I'll jump back on. Dwayne yeah. for the place to buy a case. Outlet liquor, the place to buy a case. Get over to George Room Boulevard for all your game day or game night needs. Outlet liquor, tell them to go with some two goalies, one Mike and Trainwreck sports sent you. And don't forget the uh the Buffalo Strong Street Hockey Tournament that were I actually am helping host. And I'll uh, put a team in
0: for that. All you right. better be. Uh,
2: you know, both a two separate tournaments, foot and roller. Um, we should have a location lockdown by Wednesday night. Uh, can't wait to announce that. It could be a pretty big deal. So uh, be sure to follow at Buff Strong Hockey, B-U-F Strong Hockey uh, on Twitter. Or if you want to enter a team. Just email buffalostronghockey at yahoo.com to uh, show your interest. And
0: one last thing. That's a great cause. Uh, I'll have a team in it. Um, One one note. I've been seeing more and more advisors popping up on hockey advisors popping up on Twitter and whatnot. Guys, you do not need an advisor, okay? This is the biggest racket going. If, you, if an advisor asks your family for money, run for the hills. That is not an advisor. The way it works is this, okay? You're not allowed to be called to have an agent until you turn pro. So an advisor or an agent will will, will represent you free of charge with the understanding that when you do turn pro, they're going to be your agent. So be on the lookout. There was something that popped up in Buffalo. I, I checked out the website within 30 seconds. They had the audacity to say, hey, you are not eligible to go play NCAA if you don't have an advisor. Be careful, kids. I'm not saying that all advisors are bad, but there are some stakes some out there. Um, for Dwayne Steinell and Johnny Iafalo, this has been a special playoff edition. Au revoir, my other gentlemen. The uh, the trashers, <laughs> right? right. We'll see you soon. Make sure you guys follow along to see when episode 100 with the boys from After the Whistle.
2: Absolutely, guys. Uh, thanks for hopping on with us, Johnny. Uh, been a real pleasure uh, meeting you, and uh, can't wait to have you on again in the future. Uh, maybe yeah, you, maybe so you can replace this shmoke.
0: Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, so. Good night. We love you all. Yeah. Cheers. See you.